This hangout on air is live. Oh, that's weird. Um, at underscore DeSalle started a live stream on YouTube. That's uh, that's pretty crazy. Where did you see that? On Twitter. Ah, uh, that's that's your Twitter handle. You started the live stream. Yep. Um, so that's us doing this. We've uh, been on a hiatus for quarter of a year or so. Yeah, um, pretty disgusting amount of time, really. Uh, yeah, it's not like we were uh, like strategizing this anymore or thinking about the content we've been putting out. Uh, we really just stopped uh, doing this and are probably going to pick up right where we left off. Of doing it every so often. I feel like the fact that our first one back is live and has video, people will be like, wow, they were really working hard while they were gone. But really, I just happened to kind of read this article on a whim, and we tried it for the first time yesterday, and now here we are. Uh, yeah, are you talking about that uh, article from the American Science Journal? Uh, or are you talking about like about like how to pod- podcasting for dummies? Yeah, basically that podcasting for dummies thing I emailed you. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even bother to read that. Yeah, but it got us going, and here we are. Yeah, now we're. Uh... Now we're back at it. Yeah, so now we don't have the ability to edit out this stupid banter like we used to. Uh, yeah, really got to watch our mobs now, I guess. Yeah, you know, ludicrous live and in the flesh. <laughs> um, so yeah, lots happened in, uh, what is it? It's like almost March, right? And we stopped doing this before Christmas, so. You're right, about a quarter of a year. Yeah, Q1. Um, yeah, you know, there's there's a few things that people will notice uh i think the biggest one is like the obvious difference between a mac and a pc you can tell how much mac puts into their cameras on their computers because your your stuff looks great mine looks like shit well i also have semi-professional lighting set up in here and um i bought that uh picture at ikea behind me um so i think it's really although i will say you're you're I don't know if you just moved your computer, but I don't remember you having a bookshelf or a mirror before. I did move my desk. That's a good That's a good notice. Um, yeah, the room looks a lot better. Uh, it probably would be better if it was where it was before because now I have a cork board and a uh, dry erase board over here and I could write funny stuff on it like that guy on that show on ESPN No One Watches around uh, the horn, I think uh, it is. Woody Page. I was also thinking of like, didn't Chandler and Joey have a... A do what was that thing called? Like a doodle, easy yeah. doodle. Yeah, yeah. They had that going on. But instead, you've perfectly positioned your door mirror so that I can see your alien ass computer shining bright. I mean, really, it's just happenstance. <laughs> but I am proud to show off my books because I like to get my reading on. Yeah, it's a pretty impressive collection. Just kidding. I read about as often as we podcast. Yeah, I uh, I decided I was going to force myself to start reading, so I bought like five books last night. And, yeah, uh, but are you really going to read them? I go to the library and pick up books that I don't read. Yeah, but then you don't have any financial invested in it. Yeah, except for like every three weeks, I have to renew the book. And then, so so my most recent one, I, I took a book out and I renewed it like four times. I maxed out my renewals. I read 20 pages of the book. I took it back without having finished it. Mm, it's good of you to take it back though. Because I, <laughs> after, uh, after losing my library card, 
like four years ago because I just didn't return books. I was able to get off the probation list and went back and uh, I got like five books, read half of one on the first day and then didn't return them. And they kept auto renewing every three weeks until they reached their limit. And then they're like, all right, it's time for you to just buy this book now since you clearly lost it. And then I just took it back that day. Auto renewal is a nice feature. I don't have that, but I, I can just renew it online, which is pretty nice. Yeah. So bitching. Um, but yeah, we're back from hiatus. Um, you know, much like the Cavs, I guess. Right. Um, yeah. Well, they won like what? Two out of three, which is pretty awesome for them. They won four in a row. Same thing though. Two out of three. Two out of three ain't bad. Four, four in a row. I don't get why you're saying two out of three. Um, or they're well, at least three in a row. Yeah. Cause they beat Boston, the thunder, and then they beat, uh, they won with like eight players with Jose Calderon starting after they traded everyone. Who did they play then? I can't recall, but I am looking it up right now. Okay. Um, I mean, sure. They won two out of three, but I can't sit Four here. Four in a row. They beat the Timberwolves, the Hawks, the Celtics, and the Thunder in a row. Well, congratulations. <laughs> on two out of three. <laughs> congrats this, on This that. was your topic. Congrats on the two out of three. Um, you know what team did win four in a row is the Pistons after they got Blake Griffin. I think they won five in a row, and then they shat down their leg. Uh, I feel like people don't like that move as much as they should. I don't get it. The Blake Griffin trade? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want my thoughts, uh, I'm I'm cool with it for now. But in six months, I'm I already know I'm gonna hate it because he's not gonna want to go back to the Pistons. Well, no, because he signed for like the next five years at like thirty million per year, and he gets hurt. He like I don't think he's played over seventy games in like the last six years. Yeah, but think about all the Kendall Jenner sightings that will be in Detroit. Yeah, a lot more. Of those, I didn't even realize they were dating, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Hot that topic. makes sense, though, because he seems like he's probably like the most insufferable person to be around at all times. You think so? Well, have you ever watched him on the court? His interactions are just like, he's so mad about everything. Just like, you, think, you think Kendall Jenner's attractive? Uh, I think she's probably the most attractive out of that. Most point. attractive out of the group. I would completely agree. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what that means. It, relative to the rest of the world yeah yeah i just you know like that's that's like the only news in cleveland is like oh chloe kardashian sighting Whoa. oh you see her more than you see tristan thompson i don't see her at all but like i feel like people tweet about it and be like chloe kardashian was here last night do you think they're just making that up or do you think she actually comes to cleveland she comes to cleveland every once in a while <laughs> I got an good authority. Yeah. You know a guy? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, shit's tight. Does uh, does LeBron ever come into uh, Emily's restaurant, drink some wine? No. I mean, Steve Kerr did that one time during the finals. Oh, that's in, right. Yeah, 2015, I think it was. Yeah. Was it... Yeah. That was, that was the first year the Warriors won. Okay. I was going to say, wish it was the year he was, uh, or wish it was the year that the Cavs won. Because then it would have been like, cause. It could have been. He came to this place and then they lost. Well, no, it's because uh, I think he's a military brat. 
And so he spent a lot of time in uh, Lebanon, I guess, growing up. Uh, yeah, no, not a military brat, but he did grow up over there. Are you sure he's not a military brat? Uh, 100% positive. Oh, is it just his, his dad? dad? Was, or his dad's his dad Lebanese? Was a, his dad was a professor at the American University in Beirut, I believe. Oh, and, yeah, the American Military University, you mean? Uh, Sure. I believe it's just an extension. It's like a satellite campus of American University in Washington, D.C., uh, who one year made the, they were like a 16 seed in the tournament. And this is just like how Ohio State has like Ohio State Lima. This is what that is. Copy. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you really should look into getting yourself a uh, podcasting arm so that you can go hands-free like me. Well, I got this arm. This is my right arm. It's uh, doing the job quite quite nicely. I guess yeah, I, but- like the whole reason I went handheld in the first place was because in our previous setup, uh, it caused a lot of friction for me to use my my uh, tripod. Yeah. Guess yeah, I can who- go back to that now. Yeah, maybe you can, maybe you can't. Who knows? Yeah, experimental run here. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Don't you ever like, do you talk on the phone ever? Uh, only when I'm in my car and it just goes through like my stereo. Oh, man. I can't stand to like actually hold my phone up to my ear. I don't know about you. It drives uh, me absolutely nuts. Yeah, I always make it a point to be a dick about it. Like if it's like, like if Katie's calling me and I know it's not important, I'll just be like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I told yeah. I go headset or bust. Like a uh like one of these headsets where it's like a headphone oh, with a thing. Just like just like the Apple like earbud. Uh, yeah. But then sometimes the sound gets muffled. Fuck 'em. Yeah, fuck 'em. That's that's what I'm saying. You know, I don't know anyone else out in the biz that's doing the Google Hangout podcast like us. Um yeah, I don't I don't think anybody's really done it before. There wasn't much uh, support online for this. No support. No support. I, because I had that issue setting up my mic and I looked all over for support. Absolutely nothing. I had to troubleshoot this shit on my own. Have you looked at uh, Boxer Briefs? Much better support. Man, we got to just start being able to edit in rim shots and shit because those jokes jokes are falling. So, so, so what do you want to get into today? I know you got a little rundown. Um, well, we kind of already talked about LeBron, I guess. We, I mean, what more can we say? I mean, we could rehash everything. We could rehash episodes one through 38, where we pretty much only talked about Cleveland sports. Don't forget about episode 39 that I posted today. That was heavily about Cleveland sports. Oh, the coup d'etat of Cleveland sports. The cream yeah. of the crop. It was all about the new Cavs. The uh, Rodney Hood, George Hill special. Rodney Hood, my man, by the way. I, I'm glad that you mentioned him because I'm a big Rodney Hood fan. Don't know anything about him, so don't quiz me. Um, Like you're a fan in the sense that you think he's going to be good even though you haven't watched him before? Exactly. think he's going to be sixth man of the year next year. Classic uh, Utah guy thing. Like Derek Favors, never seen him. Everybody thinks like he's going to be awesome. Same with yeah. like Cantor before he left Utah. Everybody's like, oh man, <laughs> Cantor. Can't wait to get a hold of him. Literally no one watches Utah games and they got all these guys that nobody's ever seen. Like, who I wonder if he could be good. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, really glad we traded for him. <laughs> oh yeah, he was on Utah. 
only cost a second round pick in 2020. Who knows? Yeah. You don't know what you don't know. The NBA is so weird with the way that they can just trade picks like eight years away. Yeah. I feel, I don't know. That feels like. The like Cavs have like no draft picks for the next like five years. Yeah, except for that Brooklyn pick. And they're going to use it on someone stupid, aren't they? I have no idea. We were, uh, we were talking about this the other night. How like it's very clearly like this is the point of the year where people start getting ahead of themselves. Like there's like clearly three guys who are the best, and now this is the time of year where everyone gets bored with them and starts like talking about other players who may be as good but definitely aren't. They just want to talk about something else. I think I I <laughs> I mean I've said this on our last you're right on our last thirty nine podcasts that the talent in the NBA is just thin. What? I, I, we don't need to have this conversation again for all of our listeners viewing it live. By the way, is anyone chatting us yet? Um, any chats? Hmm. Chat us up, people. Is my mom listening? She can finally interact with us live like she's wanted to. Um, yeah, I don't know how to. <laughs> we are on YouTube live. I mean, this is revolutionary. Yeah. Okay. I don't even think Barstool does this. They definitely don't because they're a bunch of amateurs. Did you see all that bullshit this weekend with Barstool? Rappaport? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that shirt? <laughs> no. Oh, man. You know that Goodell shirt that they made where they put a clown nose on him? Yeah. They made one with Rappaport, and it's the one where he's got like a huge, like, uh, just gross zit, cold sore looking thing on his face. And they made that oh. really bright, bright red, too. It's, yeah, uh, talk it's about a fall from pretty, grace. Like this time last year, Rappaport was coming on the Simmons podcast, and I thought he was awesome. And now he's like the disgrace of the sports media world. I mean, he's hot. He's hot right now. Well, hot in like a bad way. Hot like no one's gonna touch him because he's a stove. He was just on Cowherd. Well, yeah, it goes on. Like now he's making the rounds. Now he's probably gonna end up writing a book about this fallout, but it's short lived. You see. Did you see the video that he posted on uh, Barstool's Twitter? Uh, the one of him like laying down and talking shit. Yeah, with the shirt off. Oh, yeah, I've got to say, talk. I mean, also talk about fall from grace. Barstool is really like they've got two things going for him, and then everything else is pretty awful. I think. What are the What are their two things? You think? Uh, great Instagrams. Sure. Uh, especially the dog one. Yeah. Um, and then pardon my take is top notch entertainment. Absolutely. I think that not that they need any more publicity, but they're not getting much from us. So I think that Barstool is absolutely fascinating in the way that they took over the market. Instagram, especially they created their own culture. Like, like what they did and bear with me because I can see you're disgust. Um, like wh- what I mean by that is they created a bunch of sub channels that were all their channel. And so they made it seem like, Hey, this is what's popular because everyone's posting it. Like all of these big Instagrams that you follow, they're all posting it, but really it was all coming from Barstool. So they just made their own culture. I think it's fascinating. Don't you think it's really interesting? I mean, I guess it's, I don't want to give them too much credit. It seems like a pretty basic idea, but no one else like is doing it the way they're doing it. 
Well, I think it was just like they started out having like the coolest, like people would send the best videos to them. So then they had the best videos and they kind of just distributed those amongst whatever category they fell into. But then they, they made like all the, you know, they have old row and what like, I can't even like everything that they have. And they just start distributing the same content everywhere. It's, I, I think it's fascinating. I don't, I don't know a way to word it properly, but I think it's really interesting. I don't know. I could do with like, I don't know. I guess that makes sense. I'm not saying it's necessary. I could put it's it's completely oversaturated. They constantly push out content that is not good, but there's such a desire for people to just want to watch fucking shit. Like I watch those pizza well, reviews think... all the time. <clears throat> well, yeah, that I was going to say that's that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about is not good. But like they're just in general they're their horrible. Instagram stuff is great. Like the people like people surfing on like a tire behind a car while shotgunning a beer. I will watch 100% of those videos and they're like, they monopolize that market. Yeah. I mean, college just looks intense. Yeah. I don't know if I could cut it these days to be I, honest. Oh man. I would be a loser. No <laughs> one would be my friend. Cause I'm way too scared to do shit, but um, like they just, they push content all the time. They do those rundowns every day on YouTube and they do those pizza reviews. They're both boring as fuck, horribly produced. But people watch, they get like 40,000 views a day because people just are starving to watch something that people are talking about. It's fascinating. I don't know. It's a really, it's, it'd be a really good scientific study on people. Oh, yeah. I know a scientist. He actually was just published. Who, Tig? Uh, James, full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you heard of him? Yeah, sick dude. Uh, <laughs> sick fucking joke too. Uh, yeah. Well, it's not a joke. He's real, and he he's uh on the internet. But oh wait, and I see there's a Q and A section. Oop, fuck. I hope I didn't mess anything up. No, see, when I went on the YouTube page to check out the chat situation, it really screwed up my stream. And like, I, I don't know if we can mess with that. We almost need like an external chat option. We hmm. can aim. Oh, yeah. You think people will be interested to get back on AIM to listen to our podcast? Well, I think it's a similar idea to like what you're talking about with those Instagrams where it's like they just monopolize the market. And I don't think really anybody's monopolized AIM at this point. Except no, but that's, that's not the point. It's not about making people go to different channels. It's about using the same channel and creating a bunch of your own groups in that channel. It's fucking crazy. I think it, I think it actually is brilliant. Yeah. Just because I'm you didn't think of it. No, I'm hesitant to give those idiots credit for anything except for finding PFT. <laughs> yeah. But, all right. I'll 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 let you live that little dream out. You know, maybe you're just a little rusty because we haven't done this in a while, but lest you forget that you need to start beef in this business. That's what that's what the real key to success is. is Man, where beef. am I? Yeah, I'm out here giving praise. Nah. I I have just been getting beat like a dog at work, so I am just being like a good boy and obeying. What a You're fucked up saying. <laughs> beat like a dog. Like who came up with that and was popular enough to make it stick? Was hey, you know what's you know what's easy to beat my dog and my wife. <laughs> just like assume I, it's like, a male from the south. If I step on my dog's tail accidentally because she's like behind me, I'm like apologizing for 10 minutes. I can't imagine someone beating their dog. I remember uh, 
who was my little league baseball coach, Ray Marvin, one time he was like, we lost the game and he was like, yeah, I went home and beat the dog, kicked the wife. I was real mad. I was <laughs> like, or maybe it was kick the dog and beat the wife. I don't know. Either way, people were getting hurt. <laughs> for none, for like no fault of their own. <laughs> Over a bunch of 10-year-olds losing a baseball game. <laughs> See, Yeah, well, you know what the point of that was is that you need to learn that. You as a 10-year-old need to know that other innocent people and animals are suffering because of your lackluster effort. Because of me being a shitty baseball player. Yep. That's the I, important lesson there. I don't think I've ever been worse at anything than baseball. <laughs> uh, that kind of seems like it could be your game, though. Yeah, I guess it's a good point. I mean, I guess you don't really get to show off your agility, those nimble feet, but <laughs> otherwise, it could be you. Yeah. That, yeah. I hear you, you know, like, couldn't you imagine just going up to bat and having your nickname being like the grand salami? And then you just, man, I could, I love salami too. So that would just fit perfectly. So I'm saying you probably haven't had salami in years. Um, I don't, it's not, it hasn't been that long. I mean, studies show that you shouldn't be eating salami. Uh, <laughs> There is a study for everything. People can share whatever study they fucking want. You want to do a study right now and publish it in some like, what are those things where anybody can go on and write? Like, can you do that BuzzFeed where you can just like go write anything? Uh, You can do that. Remember, remember uh, there was like that one article posted about mommy from someone like, Oh yeah. 20 things that makes my city great. And uh, it was like all stuff that I never did. Yeah. Like, oh boy, do I miss mommy. <laughs> it's just like 10 things you only know if you grew up in mommy, Ohio. It's and then so they got like, they got like 20 Facebook shares from people like, oh my God, look at this person from mommy who was published. And it's like, well, they literally just, they just went on that website and wrote that. And then that was how they got published. Yeah. I mean, here I am like not published and not accomplished. But Whoa. I, we're both published auteurs. <laughs> what? Because we have our own website and we've wrote on there? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I at least that required some fucking legwork to set up the website. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of you just scribbling something in your notes on your iPhone and then sending it to some author who's starving for content. Can't say I haven't done that though. Really? Have you? Uh, no, I don't think so. But I have a lot of notes. Uh, I miss the days when like Craigslist used to be a valuable source for me to like look up freelance jobs. Is it not anymore? Is it has it fallen off? It's all porn. <laughs> and like not not for me to shoot it. There was one time where uh I think I think there was something like to shoot porn and I reached out for it. And I actually got like a email back. And so like, I was like, well, if I'm going to shoot porn, I should probably like talk to my fiance about this. And so we had a serious conversation and it was, it got, it got the Knicks. Wait, you like sat her down and we're like, Hey, I'm going to go do this. I was like, Hey, I'd like to do this. I want to know how you feel about it. And she was like, makes me uncomfortable. And I was like, damn it. Oh man. Ah, I've just always wanted to like experience it. I mean, it'd be crazy, especially like now I'm not 
rushing to judgment on anything here, but I can only imagine that the porn that's being shot from Craigslist in Cleveland is maybe not like, maybe there's not like a, like a dedicated set just for that porn. It's most oh, likely imagine like, it's like in someone's apartment. Yeah. Like you're just going in someone's apartment to watch two other people who were probably also found on Craigslist. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in on that. I think it sounds fun. And you've, yeah, I mean, I wish that would have happened to you when you were like 23 and didn't have approval from anybody. Ah, uh, man, I'd have to date myself all the way back to uh, 22 and a quarter to, to get there. Uh, yeah, but can you imagine if you did it then and then you just kind of you're like, well, that they paid pretty good. I guess I can come back and do it again. And then you kind of just slowly was, turned into a porn producer. It was great paying. Could you imagine the life I'd be living? I would not only would I wear a gold chain, one of those like ones that's like not long, it like kind of sits close to my neck. <laughs> and then I would wear a gold pinky ring because I've always wanted to. I just don't have the lifestyle for it. I mean, I mean this with all of the respect in the world, but wouldn't you just basically just be your dad? <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, I am my dad now. I would want to be like the more mobster version of myself All slash right. my dad. I'm just picturing like Hawaiian shirt, unbuttoned, nothing underneath, scotch, cigar. Well, no, Here. what's underneath is, is the gold chain that's close to my neck. True. You know the ones I'm talking about, the ones that aren't like long, like not like a ghetto chain, but like, you know, like close. Yeah. Usually they're like pretty thin chain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's real gold. Well, yeah, you can't splurt and like... It's like when I was 17 and I had fake diamond stud earrings and they were huge. And it was just like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but so the reason we called you back here is to uh, talk about something near and dear to our hearts and how you can keep those hearts beating for longer. And that's this uh, fake sign. I'm sorry. That's this very real scientific study that we've been alluding to this whole time um i don't know if you actually read this it's one it seems to me like one of those things where you can kind of just read the headline and then you know you share it on facebook and get a few laughs about it and pe- you can just tell people who are alcoholics because they're like oh man i'm gonna quit exercising now haha what like are you talking the, about the uh, oh, premise the chicago tribune wait is it really published in the chicago tribune i'm pretty sure oh shit i thought it was like the elitist what is that what's that uh website daily elite this this is chicago tribune shit man so it's like semi reputable (laughs) i mean at least the blade sticks to like gruesome crime coverage so the article headline is drinking alcohol more important than exercise for living past 90 study says Right, so that's the headline. But then if you take the time to read literally the first sentence of the article, it contradicts its own headline. I read the first sentence. So the headline said what? For those over 90, it's better to drink than exercise? Um, no, I don't remember that. I well, didn't read the article, though. What? So it took like 20 seconds, so I read it. But the headline is either... It's good to drink after 90 or it's good to drink if you want to be 90. And then the first line of the thing says the opposite. Hmm. So I don't know. I question the quality of this journalism. 
I'm not going to, you know, maybe the science is sound and the journalists just didn't cover it right. It's a tricky subject. I get that. Yeah. I mean, we don't need to get into how journalism has gone to shit. Mm. Or do we? Mm. We kind of already just talked about that. Yeah. Uh, You know, who knows? You know, everybody is different. Who knows? Like, did did they say how many people they did this study on? Um, I don't think it said how many people, but it was like, uh, for those over 90 drinking, it wasn't even like, it's not like they said, uh, here, you hundred people drink and you hundred people exercise. We're going to see which of you lives longer. It was like for people who are over 90 and drink 18% live to be like a hundred or something. Whereas people who are over 90 and exercised 11% live to be a hundred i think that's it's got to be in large part just because like when you get so old it's got to be hard to sleep everything just has to be uncomfortable i mean probably sleep for like four hours a night if you go to bed though every night like hammered you're gonna just sleep right through the night and wet yourself uh i guess i also feel like it's just like if you're someone who's 90 and you're drinking regularly then like you've probably been drinking regularly for 70 plus years. It's not like you just started drinking regularly. And if that's the case, then you're probably a person who can just handle alcohol. That's just like, and you're probably one of those people who like, you know, is like fit looking. I feel like people that are like good at drinking when they're that old are fit. Like either there's people like me who drink too much and get fat because of it. Like, cause their body doesn't handle it well. Or there's people like you who can drink and like you stay fit. Who knows? Well, it's cause I, Stick to old fashions. Yeah. So is that like your thing now? You started this new cool job and you're like, I'm going to drink old fashions. I know I've been an old fashioned drinker for years now, actually. But you have not always made them at home. We've done many podcasts where you didn't drink old fashions. Um, well, a few things on that one, I got a muddler for Christmas. Um, (laughs) so now I can make the drink appropriately. Although I will say this isn't actually an old fashioned because I didn't have any bourbon. It's uh, Japanese whiskey. It's all I had on hand. So what does that make it? Um, just like Japanese whiskey with a bunch of fruit in it. Delicious. Still good. Um, but no, I've always been a, an old fashioned fan. It takes me back. Sure. Yeah. And we all like to be taken back takes me back to christmas like three years ago when i first drank one and then i mean honestly it's just like to me it's the most drinkable drink besides probably white wine i'm on a big white wine kick right now white wine you don't say i mean i like red wine too but it's been really warm here so i've been just slamming white wine man you you used to be straight red guy um well we got a bunch of red on reserve right now but i was gonna go and like I think I went to the wine store like two or three times this weekend and uh, bought at least one white bottle each time. So you like it because you can drink it cold. Well, you can drink it cold. It's refreshing. You can drink like four glasses before you even notice that you drank a glass. So like, what do you, what what kind of white wine are you drinking? Chardonnay? Ah, fuck no. Uh, Whoa, I like Chardonnay. You know, left to my devices, a nice dry Riesling is probably my go-to. Um, I like Pinot Grigio as well. Yeah, uh, sure. You know, any really, I just don't like sweet wine very much. So anything that's dry, I can handle. Are you a rosé fan? Uh, I actually got on rosé pretty heavy last year uh, for the same reason, in that you can just drink a shitload of it very quickly. 
Yeah. And also the wine store in my neighborhood had a special. It was like 50% off for a case of it. So we bought a case of it and just had it for like three months straight. Yeah. That, oh man, that was like drink. I don't know. That was my favorite thing. Like when we first got to Paris and we like checked in and we sat down, like the first restaurant we went to, we just slammed like three bottles of rosé and <laughs> it was just nice. <laughs> Do they like, uh, do they judge you in Paris for drinking rosé? I feel like that's not uh, apropos, as the French like to say. Um, no, Par- uh, like France is riddled with rosé. Really, very popular. Mm. Yeah, not what I would have imagined. I mean, all, all kinds of other wine, but um, actually, like northern France is supposed to have like some of the best rosé. Oh yeah. I so, just what effect? That's that's what some of our tour when we uh, we were on a tour and um, not when we were in France, but the guy was like, "I'm visiting France," and the one guy was like, "Oh, what party are you going to?" And he told him, "He's like, can you bring back like as much rosé as you can?" And he's like, "I'm already planning on it." And they were like, "Haha!" And they high fived. Wow, glad yeah. you got to witness that. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, so. so uh... But studies say that if you drink three glasses of rosé a day, you'll be healthy on a Tuesday. Yeah, I, you know, they also don't clarify in this study uh, what these people are drinking. I guess it said beer or wine. But I feel like if you're slamming like three IPAs a day, that's probably like IPA has to be the worst thing for human beings to ingest. That's like maybe only second behind like a chocolate milkshake. Yeah, IPAs. Well, <laughs> IPA is super Americanized. Well, I'm just saying like they're both delicious, but you know, you can't drink three milkshakes and at least I can't drink like three IPAs. I mean, every time I get sick, my dad's always like, you should drink more scotch and you wouldn't get sick. That's what I do. Which like sometimes when I get sick, I'll uh, take a couple shots of bourbon and it helps, it helps clear me up a little bit. Yeah. A couple shots of bourbon mixed with NyQuil. You have a good night. Yeah. But then do you just feel horrible for like four days after that? Yeah, so actually the most recent time that I got sick, I didn't take any medicine. And mm-hmm. it was probably the fastest that I got through it. Like I never actually got sick. I feel like taking Dayquil and NyQuil like makes me feel worse. Yeah. Welcome to the club. I haven't taken medicine in like a decade at least. Like it makes you feel okay for like 4 hours, but it just messes my mind up. I can't think straight. I'm a big thinker. And- I think, well, obviously, you know, you don't get these kind of takes without some uh, forethought, but I think it also just like, it prolongs your sickness. Like I'd rather just be sick as fuck for like a day or two and then get it out of my system than be kind of sick for like two weeks. Yeah. I've uh, had a lot of like coworkers and clients that come through regularly that were sick for like six weeks this winter. Mm, Bird flu, I think. Super weird. Also, um, static electricity I've noticed is way up. How about you? Um, like in the world. Yeah. It's like some day after tomorrow type shit going on. I hear he's getting zapped a bunch. I think static electricity is way up. Hmm. Big year for static electricity. Apparently. I don't know that I've noticed, but maybe it's just one of those things I've grown immune to. I think it, no, I think it's a part of uh global warming. Oh, here we go. Hot takes, <laughs> you know, studies show. Yeah. You just proclaimed yourself a thinker and here we go putting you to the test. All right. Look, I mean the whole, the whole point of this study show segment is to say that 
There's a fucking study for everything. They're all over the place. Stop believing them. Stop reading them. And most importantly, stop sharing them on Facebook. Well, they're just like social validation on Facebook, which is fine. That's what Facebook exists for. But they're like, I was thinking about some of my favorite scientific studies that I've seen. And the one that came to mind was like, if you don't, like you should definitely sleep at least eight hours. But if you don't sleep at least eight hours, then you should only sleep at least, or you should sleep at most four. I was like, what the fuck the kind of fuck does that mean? <laughs> uh, how many hours of sleep do you get? Uh, I've been getting a good seven or eight at least each night. First off, well, first off, um, how in the hell did you work from 10 to 3.30 today, but you weren't ready until like, what, like 7, 7.15? Uh, well, okay, maybe I didn't leave until 4.00. Uh, I got like an hour commute each way. Oh. Uh, I went to a hot yoga class at like five. Oh, um, and then I came home and made myself a quesadilla and an old fashioned. And then I was tr- trying to figure out how to plug my microphone in. Gotcha. All right. Well, that's semi fair. That's like uh, a cold day. Tell me more about this hot yoga. Uh, well, studies show that uh, if you're going to do yoga, you should either do it hot yoga or outside in the snow. Um, but no, I've been doing yoga for a few months now. I'm, I'm going to give you some rim shots eventually. Like the sexual thing. Oh, that's a rim job. I said rim shot that didn't. Oh, uh, I don't know. That's what that was called. Yeah. You said that earlier. You said rim shot earlier. <laughs> I, know, I did. <laughs> you just, you just went with it. Oh, in my mind, I pictured, I was like, he can't mean the sexual thing. So I pictured like, a ball like rimming around the rim and then popping out. And I was like, I don't, (laughs) what is that? You're going to make a graphic out of that. I just feel like, uh, I got to get a wider angle lens on my, um, my fucking thing so that people can get the full effect of this arm I have going on for my, for my microphone. Yeah. You're pretty zoomed in. Maybe you should just get a Mac like everybody else in America. I could run circles around your Mac with my computer. I mean, you see, you see that blue light? Yeah. Are you? Uh, you don't you just do that with nothing. Are you playing seven hours of Halo on that thing, or are you doing some hardcore data analysis? Video. I don't play any video game. I've been so disconnected from video games, aside from beating Madden thirty seasons. I can't believe that wasn't on the rundown for the podcast. Well, you didn't put it on the rundown for the podcast. Thirty seasons of Madden two thousand ten. Um. What season did it stop being fun and just become like an accomplishment that you had to check off? About 12. Like when actual NFL players started aging out? When Joe Thomas retired, it became pretty real. Yeah. Team didn't have any lunch pails anymore. Got a bunch of hot shots coming in. Yeah. But, you know, it was also interesting, though, because then you became like super attached to guys you know it's a business though it's a business you got to cut players you got to make trades um never carry with you what you aren't willing to drop in 30 seconds and leave what the fuck is that line from heat i don't know what's heat wait you never seen heat what's heat with pacino and de niro uh bro you antig Sorry, dude. Oh, my God. This How is, new is Heat? Uh, 96. Mm. Probably a top 
three action movie of all time. Really? And that's like, that's being generous to other action movies. No, I've never seen Heat, man. It's got like a 35 minute sequence in the middle of it. That's just a shootout in downtown LA. That is so loud that it'll like shake your walls from your TV. You got surround sound? No, that's just how loud this fucking scene is. It just yeah, that sounds that sounds dope. Pacino and De Niro and like, uh, who's the guy who drank himself to death? Uh, Tom. Uh, he was in Saving Private Ryan. He had like a public meltdown. Tom. Uh, Tom Segura. No, he kind of looks like him though. Well, Tom. regardless, a lot of uh, a lot of stars. And uh, great. Tommy, Tommy Two-Tone? Yeah, Tommy Two-Tone. Um, but I can't believe you and Tig never seen Heat, huh? Man, I was six. I can't be held accountable for those kind of movies. Man, I guess. Talk, I mean, you talk to Dave about Heat, guarantee he's seen it. I, I'm going to text him right now. Yeah. But you know what? And we're doing podcasts live. People are going to get what they want. For all the... Uh, looks like we have about... 380 live viewers right now for all the viewers out there. Uh, no, we don't. Go ahead and chime in on the chat about your thoughts on heat. We don't have any viewers right now. Are you but, serious? Uh, no, we have we have zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, literally, uh, literally, no one's watching this. What if, what if we became popular overnight? Well, you know, maybe it's the new setup. People are like, ooh, what's this? YouTube podcast? All right. I mean, maybe maybe I got to move the arm back to here. Oh. oh. Once you get that prop up going on the one arm of the chair and then you kind of uh, do the kickback, that's the move. I mean, this is, this is pretty comfortable, except for I can't really type, but I do have a little pullout on my desk I can put my keyboard on. I think this is my setup. That's a good look. Yeah, it's a little wider angle too now that you're back. I mean, I know it's the same angle, but it kind of looks wider. Except for, uh, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to like maximize my my window screen because I can't see shit right now. Hmm. If you want the angle to be wider, you shouldn't wear black because black makes it narrower. Yeah, I mean, it makes it makes me look slimmer. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. Usually I would, uh, Cody can attest to this. Usually I wear the white tee on the podcast, uh, but since we're doing this live, black tee. I'm going to start wearing a green tee so people can green screen me. With a minor V in it. Mm. You know what? No one's just going to green screen you. Well, maybe. You know what I just realized is that uh, since the last time we've done this, I now have a new line of work and the uh, company that I work for has pretty hefty amount of employees. And I think I'm just going to send out like a, Hey, you should uh, listen to this podcast email to everybody at the company. No, you're not. Well, I'm just going to send out a, you know, there's a company wide alias. I'm just going to give them a little, what's up with the obtuse Panda. You're, you're not going to tell people that you work with a podcast, are you? No, definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel like you're too shy for that. Well, it has nothing to do with that. I just, you know, now that we're in this live format, I, uh, I don't want to do anything to jeopardize my 10 to four job. I, <laughs> but like, I've I, got a pretty good thing going right now. I don't want to fuck that up. I don't even mention it. And I feel like I'm a lot more outgoing than you. 
Yeah, I don't. I definitely would not be comfortable telling people I work with that I do this. <laughs> I actually told someone at work the other day that I podcast. Like, uh, so I got all this stuff delivered to me at work. A bunch of podcasting shit. And they're like, what's this? I mean, it's in like big brown boxes, but like, you know, and it has my name on it. And so they're just like, oh, like, you know, like they assume that it's for work because I I order a lot of shit for work that we need. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, like, what'd we get? And I'm like, actually, this is personal stuff. And they're like, but it's from B&H. Like we order from there all the time. This podcast is not brought to you by B&H, but it could be. Um, they're like, oh, but it's from B&H. We order from there all the time. And I'm like, yeah, like this just stuff for home. And then I was like, you know what? I should show this to the engineer here and like see if he thinks this is good. And I couldn't come up with a good excuse as to why I got like an, a mic amplifier to plug into my computer. So I, just, porn. Yeah, so I just was like, uh, so I kind of like podcast sometimes. And what do you think, dude? Well, is that guy have good taste or what? He said, this is this is good for what you need it for. And I was like, thanks. Oh, well, he didn't actually review the content then, just the uh, system. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, he didn't look at any of our stuff yet. Hmm. Thankfully, when you Google my name, the first thing that comes up is our wedding website. Oh, do you guys have a uh, wedding website now? You don't? No, I do. I just didn't know you did. Yeah, you should be getting the invite soon. Ooh, did you get our save the date yet? Uh, No. Well, you should have. When did you send it out? I don't know. Katie did it. Oh, yeah. I say you should be getting ours soon, but we haven't, like, you know, written addresses down yet. Man, what a fucking time suck. We had, like, we literally invited, like, four other people over, and it still took us two nights to address all this shit. You invite, you had friends help you? Yeah. Jesus, that's a good idea. Well, it was just like, hey, we, we bought a bunch of wine. Can you come help us write these addresses? Oh my god. It sounds like moving, like things that you like shouldn't ask your friends to do more than once. Uh you know, come to think of it, now that you say that, it was the same people who helped us move. Who oh did my god, you've roped them into both things? Are they nice people? Well, of course they're nice, but like do you like them? Well yeah, they're like some of our best friends. Man, I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. I don't know, they got some free fucking wine out of it. All they had to do was like, they didn't even have to write the addresses. They just had to stuff the envelopes and then I had to like... Fuck free wine. Wine is so cheap. Uh, uh <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're not buying the right stuff. Oh my god, you're probably buying nice wine. Nah, I usually have like a $15 limit. Yeah, I mean, because you can get a good bottle of wine for 15 bucks. Sure. You ever like splurge though and spend like 25 or 30 bucks? Uh, I think I made that mistake once. To me, I it's like a noticeable difference of not being better. No, it's definitely better. Oh my god. You know, studies show that <laughs> actually 15 to 20 is the best range. Well, you either want to be 15 or 20 or under 4. If you're going to be somewhere, you want to be one of those two ranges. Yeah. Makes sense. You guys, yeah. Well, that's lot, two buck check. Well, no, because like I know that's like their thing, but uh, if you go, if you actually go to like the Trader Joe's wine shop, they have a lot of really cheap, not only wine, but their liquor is like ten dollars cheaper than it is anywhere else. Hmm. You ever do that? No, I don't really do a lot of shopping. I want to put that out there pretty misogynistic household 
Nice. Congrats. Yeah. No, I mean, it just, it's not misogynistic. Like I do most of the cleaning, but yeah, shopping isn't really my thing. But when like something pisses you off, you come home and beat the wife and kick the dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kick, kick my imaginary dog and then beat the wife. You just have like a poster of a dog on your wall and you come home and just smack it. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, did you see Black China's sex tape? The Black Panther? No, Black China. That person? <laughs> you don't know who Black China is? <laughs> the Chinese rapper? You've never you've never heard of Black China? Oh, yeah, yeah. That girl that was married to Rob Kardashian? Yeah, a lot yeah. of Kardashian references. China with a Y. I thought you meant China with an I, sorry. Yeah, and Black with a B-L-A-C. Oh, that was two C's. Not... It could be two C's. It's definitely an okay. <laughs> uh, either way, she was uh, S and a D on a video. And for all the listeners at home, that's sucking a dick. And um, were you shooting it? So, oh man, I wish I could have been. Um, but so uh, she caught a lot of flack, as well as jizz in her face. But she caught a lot of flack for not giving good head from the Twitter community. If you search it right now, actually, I think it'd be fun to read off a couple. Let's do that. Uh, go for it. I don't. I'm gonna keep this out of my search history. <laughs> what you're you're worried that your coworkers gonna find out? I mean, just not something I want in my search history. Okay, fine. Uh, so, Black China video on Twitter search. Uh, don't don't uh, put that video on our stream. I think that violates YouTube's. Uh, copyright policy. Holy like, shit, dude! That's a good idea. I can share my screen. I could put that up right now. Well, I think then the whole like then the whole podcast would get taken down because we're violating copyright law. Hmm. Just saying. I'm not. Well, I'm not trying to go down for Black China sex tape. You know, really. I mean, this is just something that people should do. They should go to Twitter. They should search Black China sex tape and they should just read people's replies because she catches a lot of flack for um, not putting her mouth on another man's member very well. Hmm. And I think it, I think it's a funny read. I think it's really worth people looking into. I mean, if nothing else, it's a welcome distraction from everything else that's on Twitter. It's, it's just know, one of you know those. We could things. do. Yeah. We could title this episode Black China sex tape. And then when people actually search for Black China sex tape, we can just have the screen grab of our video be like our heads like and then like big bold text that says Black China sex tape. Like a YouTube reaction video. Have you ever seen those? I'm not I'm not gonna pretend to not be into that idea. Oh uh, well yeah. Because you're a thinking man. Like I just want views. Studies show that's how you get them. That's a good point. Um, you know, someone who did get brought up in these uh, replies to the Black China sex tape is uh, Cardi B. Where do you stand? Uh, barely. I Cardi barely know who she is. Oh man, Cardi biggest fan in the world. Uh, like, like you ride around town bumping Cardi B, or you're into like the gifts of Cardi B. I'm into who she is. I think uh, I think she's got it all going on. I think more people should be like Cardi B. Uh, I think more people should like Cardi B. 
And uh, I think that you should, when we get done, you should watch her interview with Jimmy Fallon on the Tonight Show because it's uh, it's pretty funny. I mean, as a matter of principle, I don't watch Jimmy Fallon interviews. Go on. It's just not something I do. Why not? Uh, well, I just I've watched a couple of them and I decided that I didn't want to watch any more. <laughs> feel like probably like three years ago you were probably a really big jimmy fallon fan well yeah for sure you probably love that video that movie that he's in with drew barrymore fever pitch i'm not gonna pretend like i didn't see it a bunch yeah so what what loved loved his innocent nature on snl yeah Uh, feel like you've changed a lot well i feel like he changed a lot yeah i'm not saying he's awesome I'm saying the interview is worth watching because Cardi B is polarizing. So polarizing that she makes Jimmy laugh so hard during the interview that he can't even continue on. Yes, I get like it. Everybody I, else he's Jimmy, ever interviewed. Yeah, I get it. Jimmy Fallon, like he does the same stuff all the time. I'm just saying Cardi B, polarizing person, worth watching her interviews. I don't know. Does like does she have like a Charlie Rose interview I can watch instead? Like an hour long deep dive on what it means to be Cardi B. In the dream world that exists. We should Maybe see if we can hook that up. Charlie Rose w- and Cardi B. I wonder how, how long this podcast is. I can't even, we can't even tell. Uh, Well, my clock says 8.15 and I know we wanted to start at 6.30, but I think we actually started at like 7.14. So we've been going for like an hour? Uh, Yeah. More or less. Hmm. You know, we had some viewership at the beginning. People, people, people were into it, and now they're out. Well, I think our our numbers got up to three. We got up to I a mean, three we, on the Nielsen ratings, and then they kind of died off. We got off to a real slow start. Uh, yeah, but you know, to be honest, that's when people were watching. I know that's what I'm saying. We were slow then, and they were like, "Screw this!" And now they just won't know what's up. Hmm. Wish we could find out who those people were. I'm sure we can. Then we can send them some hate mail. It's probably your brother and my mom and Tig's dog. Yep. Well, that's all we got for you today. Yep. Uh, Make sure uh, if you're the kind of person who watches Jimmy Fallon, go watch that interview with Cardi B. And uh, come back. And also, don't don't forget to search Twitter for the Black China sex tape. Yep, and uh, the third leg of that tripod is come back for our next live stream, which could be as soon as sometime in March. Woof. Ambitious. <laughs> All right. See it.